2: Hi, and welcome to Lewis Black's Rantcast number 20, entitled, Hey, That's a Great Question. We hear that time and again over the past year, it seems like forever. When an expert is brought on, whoever the news person is asks a question, inevitably, the person answering will say, hey, that's a great question. Everyone says it. Well, there are a lot of great questions, but you know what would be greater? Some fucking answers. Okay, we got tons of questions. There's a question every five minutes at this point, 30 seconds, probably a tenth of a second. It's unbelievable. But I've never heard the person who was doing the interviewing after it go. Oh, now that's a great answer. Well, boy, it would be nice, wouldn't it? I'd love to have an episode called, that's a great answer. And then I could tell you what the answer was, but we never get a great answer. We always get a, well, we're not sure it could be, you know, you never know. People are, you know, don't get the idea that personal responsibility has anything to do with freedom. So we can't really call, we don't know why people are thinking what they're thinking because we don't go ask them because uh, we've got questions to ask. Yeah. Yeah. OK, ask the questions to the people who, so that we can understand each other. And do we really need to understand each other? That's a whole other question. That's a great question, Lewis. And I hope to have an answer someday. No, I don't think we have to understand each other. I just think we have to live together. Isn't that what, A, <laughs> Thanksgiving is all about? And I hope you had a good one. Uh, interestingly enough, this episode, we're rolling down the road toward uh, Dallas, Texas, and uh, oddly enough, it was this Thanksgiving that I got to watch my Washington football team do something it rarely ever does. I mean, which, well, first off is to win, but to win handily, but to win even more so over a team that the, the level of my my hate for them, OK, not the people individually, but just the team, uh, the Dallas Cowboys. We, we crushed them. We crushed them. It was it was such a joyous day and that's really uh probably the highlight maybe of uh, 2020 for me except spending time here with you and trying to learn how to talk to you who I don't really see you here on, on a microphone in the midst of my, my my office here and with no one around but uh, it was just a joy because we have been our asses in, in Washington have been kicked time and again by, uh, by that team. One, one in particular was a Thanksgiving. I was watching my friend Ray Larson. We, we'd gotten Staubach out of the game, and uh, we were up 28 nothing. And they brought in uh, Clint Longley, guy had been sitting on the bench of, I think, really a rookie. And uh, I n- never heard of him afterwards, but boy, he was spectacular that day. We were up twenty-seven zip, and then they scored twenty-eight points and they beat us. So for one brief shining moment this week, even though the turkey that I had at the restaurant I went to wasn't really uh, up to snuff, but the the, ooh, the the dressing was really something. But but even so, as I ate that turkey, I thought, oh man, this is this is as dry as the as the cowboy defense and offense was as we crushed them so that's, that's my idea of joy. That's, that's as good as it gets for me right now. Um, it's really uh, an a unbelievable time. And uh, I, because it's, it's just incredible to have watched the, uh, there's many people who, who raced across the country because Thanksgiving was so important. But I thought that Christmas was the important holiday, but I've talked about this before. And the last couple of things is I've watched the fact that our um, caregivers, the, uh, the hospital workers, the, the doctors, the ones who were mainly the ones who were going to deal with possibly uh, a complete overflow, a flooding of hospitals with patients because of this. Begging people, begging people, please don't travel the heroes, as they're called, the heroes begging the folks, the folks who are on the front lines begging those folks, please, please don't show up here. Please don't be one of the wounded, okay? Don't turn the gun on yourself, they cried. Don't be a lemming. Don't do it. It will help us. But it turns out, I think that people uh, appreciate heroes, and they like heroes, they like to talk about heroes they like to do lip service to heroes but they don't listen to heroes i don't know if they ever have you know it's just it, it boggles my mind that we live in this era of uh, more information than ever we know everything that, the, the entire inf- all of humanity's information all of the world everything is at our fingertips due to this internet which has come back to bite us in the ass in a million other ways but by god it opened the door to all of the, the facts, the history, everything that one would need to know. And yet we have come to this point after that being given to us by, by knowing less. By knowing more, we now know less. By being given the facts, we refute the facts. How is that fucking possible? Can't we have a just a meeting, please? where everybody gets together, I pick people from either side and just decide what the facts fucking are. Because apparently many people don't believe that this election uh, was a fair and proper one, even though the people who were yelling about it are Republicans and the people who were telling you that the votes are okay were Republicans. All right? Because that's what happens. People vote. They raise their hands, okay? And they vote. And that's the way it's always been. Okay, just because he says, the leader says, well, you know, I think there's been a rigging. You know, you can't say because you lost, it was rigged. All right? We vote. Okay? It's the safest election ever. Who said it? A guy who should fucking know whose job it is to know. Because, uh, and that's the deal. And now we're millions of dollars being spent to, to, to investigate. There comes my, that's what, that's my car is coming. That's the sound of my car coming to get me. Um, there's, there's an ambulance in case you can't hear it. I can't tell. It's, but we have been spending a ton of money, at least the leader spent $3 million on a, uh, to have them recount a vote in Michigan. I'm sure that there are hundreds of people in the state of Michigan who could have used a little of that money for a turkey for Thanksgiving dinner or for some food for a couple of weeks or that would have bought some food stamps for God knows how many people. But no, he wanted those votes recounted. And so did a lot of the other Republicans. Freak out those votes. Well, it, it, all it did was give Biden 79 more votes. And yet that doesn't seem to sway anybody. I, I just don't know what you do. And then the other side is, you know, has to put up money to to pay for the legal things that are going on. Tons and tons of money are being put into a fair and proper election that took place. A ton of money that should be used OK, because the Congress doesn't seem to know what the stimulus package is because they're too busy out there. They're into there. They're probably uh, they're, they're still sitting at their typewriters going, it's Cyber Monday, it's Cyber Monday. Boy, what am I going to get? OK, because Giving Tuesday is coming tomorrow and they're not going to be ready for that because they don't know what giving is. OK, that money that is going for that election should be going to the folks who who, who goddamn well use it, which is a ton of Americans. About 140 million, at least if the numbers seem to be correct. I, mean, I certainly have access to them, and I'd go do it now, but I've I've been through it twice the in, over the past few days. And so that's it's stunning to me. But I'll tell you what I've been working on. It's pretty simple. I've got my whole new act is coming, and I feel really good about it, and, you know, now that there seems to be light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, and I could probably do it on Zoom, too, but I'm not going to. No, nope. I'm going to save it. But I'll tell you, I've been working on a whole new series of knock knock jokes because I think it's time to go back to the beginning. The great old knock knock jokes, I'll have thousands of them, and they're all going to end with the same thing Go fuck yourself. Knock knock, who's there? Dick. Dick who? Go fuck yourself. And sometimes I'll say, Go fuck yourself. And sometimes I'll have the audience say, I'll go knock knock, and the audience will do the go fuck yourself. It's going to be great. It is going to be great. I may have just done that wrong in terms of the which way it would be done, but I'm, I, it's going to be great. And I hope you'll join us for that. So that's the way it is, is we were rolling down uh, the road this this week to Dallas, Texas, where we finally found a really great theater to perform in. It's been tough for some reason in Dallas, but we, we ended up in the Majestic. I believe this is the second time we performed there. It really is one of those ones that was just built in the in the 20s, like so many of American theaters, there's a comfort level that's in there. Uh, the folks who showed up, it was just a great audience. The rants were spectacular. And we've added some rants that I think you're really going to enjoy. And I'm going to ask you again, please, get your rants into us. And I'll do everything I can. If they're not coming out over the air, I'm going to, we're, uh, something's coming up that's a surprise. And you'll know about it soon. And uh, you'll be able to go on that and listen. And uh, I'm going to try to stockpile as many rants as I can because I got nothing but time on my hands here. Another but time, and I, it helps me not fall down that rabbit hole. And you know what I'm talking about, where you just find a little something there on the internet and you go, wow, really? The, those minks in uh, Denmark, uh, there was some problem with minks. They had COVID, and then the next thing you know, uh, it's Monday, and now it's Thursday. Giving Tuesday comes up. That's tomorrow. Uh, Black Friday was here, then Cyber Monday. Then we have Giving Tuesday after we spent all the money. Good idea. Maybe Giving Tuesday should be giving uh, Wednesday before Thanksgiving. I mean, that would be the way to do it. Not after you've got, you know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, giving Tuesday, then it'll be buy some more. Thursday, oh, you missed it. We're still coming back for more. Buy, 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 buy. Buy, 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 buy. Dot com, buy, please buy. It's going to change everything about shopping. Nobody's going to want to see anything. I can guarantee you this, that this Christmas... More shit will be returned because most folks are going to get something that isn't their size where they saw a picture and they go, well, that looks great. No, it's a picture. All right. They can tell me that this is the future of shopping, but I think people have to see shit. Maybe that's old fashioned, but we'll see. They made a gazillion, but gazillion dollars, more money than ever made. And so uh, let's hope, let's hope that that maybe you will allow a stimulus to take place. I sure hope so. But I, I digress. We're in Dallas, Texas, at the Majestic Theatre. It was a spectacular night. I wish you'd been there. I know that a number of you were. Now's your chance. I do hope you'll enjoy it, and uh, I want to thank everybody who, uh, who wrote for that, that one and all the ones that I've got, all of the from beginning to end. I really am thankful for the rants that you've given me. It's been a pleasure to read them and to be uh, kind of your mouthpiece. I hope it's working out for you it's working out for me it's a it's the touchstone of sanity that i have and i thank you for it please take care of each other you know christmas is coming so you're going to you you want to remember if you were naughty or nice boy i sure can't remember mm-hmm. well that's the way it is thank you I think this might be a good rant to start with. It comes to us from Doug Anderson. Hi, Lewis. You know, we all know that stupidity is all around us, but it amazes me to see that people actually believe the bullshit that our elected officials and those that wish to become our elected officials have strewn over the airwaves, social media, etc. We knew that these people were just saying whatever they thought would get them elected, but now people believe this ridiculous 75 foot pile of manure, even when they have fact checkers telling them right at that minute that the person speaking to you is full of shit. Sure, we get told all these lies from an early age. You never hear in schools Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492, and then enslaved Andrew killed most of the people of Hispaniola, not America. For the gold that he found there yet we have people that believe that it's good for you if rich people get tax cuts because that means more job for you poor schmucks and we also believe that taxing wealthy people will be good for you because that will decrease your tax burden not we'll tax the rich people who will then charge you more money for whatever the hell they were selling that made them rich in the first place wake the hell up sheeple Rich people didn't become rich people by giving away their money without something being in it for them. So why the hell do you think they're going to start now? A sudden realization that they have enough to pay for the lives of their families' next 42 generations without any of them. And I mean any of them having to lift a finger for anything more strenuous than ringing for the butler? Right. All of a sudden, because the government says so, these people are going to give away billions just for the good feeling they get? When they see the bright, shining faces of those less fortunate, benefiting from their generosity, and don't even get to write it off? This happens right after Kim Jong-un becomes the next Dalai Lama. I kind of have to, (laughs) I mean, it does kind of amaze me that folks have no problem giving major tax rates to rich people, but seem to have a problem of making sure that really kind of important government programs aren't funded. And we see this now more than ever. And I'm not even going to go into it because I've yelled about it enough already during my, many of the intros I've been doing recently. And, and it, it's just amazing, though. It, it, there's this sense that somehow, you know, the, the, at minimal, okay, at minimal, the federal government is giving a whole bunch of people jobs who wouldn't have jobs, but they actually do the jobs that they're supposed to do. And you may not like the jobs that they're supposed to do, but I can guarantee you this, they're not really impinging on your freedom. Okay? If you're not allowed to drop sewage into a creek somewhere, that is not taking away your rights, okay? That's allowing us to be able to drink the fucking water! Okay. All righty. Thanks, Doug. This comes to us from Mark Cheatham. I hope that pronounced that correctly. I hate it when waiters and waitresses use that pretentious, affected restaurant speak when you order. The one that burns my pizza crust the most is when they reply perfect to every single item you order. When did every waiter and waitress get the playbook on this one? I'm at the Olive Garden for fuck's sake. You mean all of the eight entrees we ordered are perfect? Because I'm expecting eight Petri dishes filled with too much pasta and some unidentifiable meat. What would be perfect is if I could afford to take everyone to the palm, But I'll bet the waiters there are really pretentious. Thanks, Mark. This comes to us uh, from someone who calls themselves stress, uh, which is probably the name of all of us now. (laughs) We're the stress family singers. Together we are. We're all in this together. We're all stress. Stress, (laughs) Stress's rant is... We will one day reflect back on this Black Friday of 2020 as the day everyone caught COVID to save $100 on a refurbished RCA 1080 HD TV from 2018. I'm just kidding. We won't be reflecting on that. We'll all be fucking dead. Oh, that was sweet stress. <laughs> and happy Thanksgiving to you too. This next rant comes from Madeline Feliciano, a fellow New Yorker. I had to work on the day after Thanksgiving, which normally doesn't bother me because it's usually a nice, quiet, and slow day. I work on 14th Street, overlooking Union Square Park. Today, however, is not the quiet day I was looking forward to after spending Thanksgiving cooking and washing dishes. Nope. Instead, I've been listening to a Christmas carol. Just one. Now, I'm Catholic and a choir director, and for the past 40-plus years have been singing Christmas carols. But what I'm listening to is I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus by Michael Jackson. Now, the first time it played, I was enjoying it, thinking, okay, someone is playing Christmas music on the street. How nice. It's now playing for the 10th time in a row, and I'm about ready to hunt the fucker down with the fucking radio slash play, whatever the fuck it is and smashing it to the floor. And then I want to beat up the fucker who wrote the fucking song about that hoe who's kissing Santa. I love carols. And I have to decide what my choir will be singing at our annual Christmas concert. And I can guarantee you if someone suggests that fucking song, I will hit them over the head with my cane. And now... That is not enough. Now, there's a crazy person screaming about how we are all sinners. Well, duh, asshole. No one is perfect. This is not news. Welcome to New York. Happy holidays. Thank you, Madeline. And this one comes to us from Brian Barrett. Hey, Lewis. Long-time teacher in London, UK, and recent addition to the Fuck You Fan Club. I might get sacked for this, but it's either ranting on here or leaving an upper-decker in the staff toilet. Recently, my school had Well-Being Week. I'm sure it's supposed to be a time when a school gives teachers gifts or small gestures of appreciation, you know, to help make you feel good about working for such an upstanding, brilliant, and caring school. In actuality, It simply reminded me about how severely I'm being fucked in the ass by empty suits who don't have a fucking clue about what teachers need to feel appreciated. On Monday, we were emailed that your well-being gift for today is the PE department is doing a live video workout at 7.30 this morning, so feel free to start your week off with some exercise. Oh, that's great. The first fucking thing I have time for on a Monday morning before I have to educate and prevent hordes of fucking Magway from becoming a herd of ravenous gremlins on acid is to exercise. Huh. On Tuesday, the well-being train steamrolled ahead with an email telling me to take time today to do a random act of kindness for someone else. Holy fuck! Are you shitting me?! I already do that on a daily basis. It's called teaching, you ignorant fucks. I think I deserve a sainthood for dealing with parents who yell at me because I make their demon spawn think too hard. I'm not shitting you, Lewis. A father told me my daughter hates your lessons because you make her think too much and it hurts her head. That's in quotes. I was surprised to find out she thinks it all because she sleeps so much. I just figured she was narcoleptic. On Wednesday, there's a box sitting on my desk. I lift it. It's got weight to it. I raise it to my nostrils and inhale the sweet aroma that would make even a stripper's vagina jealous. I notice the box is ornately wrapped in woven blue nylon fabric. This is no ordinary box. This is a goodie box, I think to myself. Maybe I've overreacted. Maybe, just maybe this will brighten my day. I slide off the protective cardboard covering, unwind the silk pink ribbon from the latch, and I slowly open it to be immersed in all the goodies. Only to find that it appears that someone has switched my goodie box with a drag queen starter pack. Fuchsia red lipstick, silver eyelash extensions, Oompa Loompa style hair extensions, a pouch of tanning bronzer, which would be useful if the UK ever saw the fucking sun. There also was a deep cleansing facial mask. You know, the ones that turn everyone into the Hannibal fucking Lecter. Just when I thought this is way too much goodie box for one man, I saw it. The package was sneakily hidden at the bottom of the box. It was in the shape of a toilet seat, and it felt moist. I thought it was just another exfoliating mask, but oh no, it's an ass mask. Literally, you press this toilet seat on your ass, and it removes fecal particles from your ass cheeks. Well, what's the point? They just get filled with shit again after you take a dump anyways. At this point, I feel it is my professional responsibility to give a Yelp review of my own, but my handwriting is so bad, it looks like I write while I'm being waterboarded. So instead, I had a student write on the box for me, thanks for helping me grow a vagina, one clean ass pour at a time. I put the goodie box back in the staff room the next morning. Thursday, I get an email that reads, here are some links to mindfulness training, simple yoga techniques, relaxation, and breathing routines. And of course, feel free to take advantage of the goodie box. So take time for yourself today. Time? Time? What fucking time do I have in my day to do fucking yoga? The time in between recess patrol, making and printing resources, teaching all day, going to the bathroom, were my personal favorite, answering an angry email about how I failed to reply to an earlier me- email because I was fucking teaching. Fucking shitting me. Then I read, P.S. Use these links for yourself tonight at home, and it will be a relaxing end of the day. Now, that's not a treat. That's just called Monday night you deluded cunts. Remember, that's a word that the British toss about regularly. Not the way we do. That's a word they use a ton of. See Mike Wilmot's work about it. He's a very funny comedian and explains it. So I'll read it again just because it gives me such joy and because it has a context when someone from Britain uh, uses it, and especially from London. That's not a treat. That's just called Monday night, you deluded cunts. On Friday, we get an email detailing a free salad bar at lunch. I say salad bar, but it more closely resembled the warm remnants of the leftovers from a Fourth of July church potluck. Warm, rubbery pasta with tuna fish that smells and resembles something that came out of Nemo's ass and two days old, rancid milky mayonnaise, shredded broccoli, cauliflower, carrots, and pine nuts with no dressing. If there's one thing teachers need on a Friday. After teaching, These fucking mindless zombies. It's a Guinness. Three shots of Jameson. Last period is going to get interesting. The most infuriating part of all these empty gestures is I could have saved the school money and given every teacher what really makes us feel valued. Time. Time to do our fucking jobs and become better at our craft and not worry about test scores. I'm sick and fucking tired of having kids, joy of learning, being ripped from them by a superficial, morally bankrupt, and debilitating form of over-quantified education. But at least I have clean ass boards as I type this rant. <laughs> Thanks so much, Brian. You would find, I, I guess you if you listen to the other rants that have been done along the way, uh, many teachers in this country probably all agree with you. But they wouldn't use the word cunt. Mm, no. They don't do that here. But I think they'd like to toss it out. <laughs> there are a few things that irritate them too, as much as they irritate you. This is our last show before the, the fabulous Christmas season really begins with a vengeance. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You fucking Christians are in for it now. Oh, yeah. And especially those of you with kids. God damn it. You're just dumb as posts, aren't you? just going to sit there and they're going to advertise shit and you were stuck with this and fucking I want this oh, God damn it. Oh, fuck. Oh, give it to me good luck good fucking luck have fun at the yeah go to the store hey go to a store that's going to be a treat it's endless they're not going to stop playing Christmas music until your ears fucking bleed and we Jews will go ha 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 son of a bitch why why you fuckers buy the shit now is beyond my comprehension when do they sell it cheaper the day after get get your shit together you don't have to buy the kids shit now you give him a box say here's what's coming Yeah, t- Two-day shipping. Yeah, yeah, Black Friday is like another finger up your ass. <laughs> you gotta, now you've got to follow the kid around. Stop it. Give me that thing. Give me that thing. Give me that thing. Um, we're coming to you live from the uh, Majestic Theater in Dallas, Texas. As a, a lifelong Washington football team fan, it's, it's always tough to come to Dallas. <laughs> We've had some really—well, uh, um, it's true. We, uh, there have been some games we've lost to you. There's, a, uh, there's some games that we've lost to you during Thanksgiving that are just—well, they're, they're nightmares that reoccur. <laughs> well, what you should know this week uh, is that um, if, if you—for those of you out there, too, who might be watching anywhere in the world, um, if you want to see a football game, great opportunity this week in D.C., uh, the Detroit Lions— and the Washington football team are playing, and it is, you can get a ticket for $5. It's cheaper to watch those two football teams than it is to go to Frozen! Yeah, stay calm. Okay? You got to live with Jerry Jones. Okay? Yeah, go ahead. You okay? No, go on, you keep him. Okay? I got Snyder who's a piece of shit. You got your own piece of shit, okay? No, 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 I'm not having a discussion. Ball game's over. I just called my guy a piece of shit. Your guy's a piece of shit. If you don't realize that Jerry Jones... The rest of the country looks at Jerry Jones and goes, Fuck you. So get it? All right? You do? Well, good. That's good news. Except for the guy up there. (laughs) It's funny. (laughs) That is funny. But what a prick he is. It's that... So, this is from, this is from Abby (laughs) Coulson. This is, uh, she's in the audience tonight. Stupid bitch behind me is talking so fucking loud! I just, I just love that an audience comes together to see me and then learns to hate each other too. The Lena Chapman says, I bought these expensive-ass box seats for the show tonight and they're the most uncomfortable fucking seats I've ever had for a show. It's, see, but now you've got a story to tell. Um, I can take you to other places where they're really uncomfortable. That's nothing. I'm serious. We played in places where people actually just sit there. Some of the people can't even... They die during the performance. <laughs> That's how shitty the seats are. (laughs) And then then Brandon, who's, now you're yelling, Brandon's in the back row of the Majestic Theatre. What is, and the actual fuck is up with the legroom in the back row of the Majestic Theatre. If someone sits in front of me, I may accidentally skull fuck them with my knee. (laughs) Mostly by accident. Melissa Jones, after moving to Dallas, I'm still confused on what the fuck the actual construction schedule is around here. (laughs) It's a constant stream of bullshit projects that jam up the freeway to hell. Instead of actually finishing a fucking project, they decided to put fucking roundabouts everywhere. (laughs) How about finishing the fucking freeway instead of confusing the public with fucking roundabouts? It's like they're trying to give us some goddamn fun by going round and round while we're cussing out the non existent project work. And fuck Jerry Jones. (laughs) <laughs> um, let's see uh, Our childlike government This is Mark McKinney Our childlike government cannot manage themselves Yet they want to run our fucking health care Thirteen trillion dollars in, in debt should tell every dumbass American We need another revolution um, Here's the reason we got into debt Just something I kind of always feel We need to be reminded you see, we went to war in Iraq a hundred years ago, it seems like. And when, we, <laughs> and when we went there, we did something that no other country really has done. We, we didn't tax ourselves. And when you go to war, you, and I know this is crazy, have to fucking pay for it! <laughs> so, so, in part... That was where the problem came, okay? Now, I think that you might be right about the government management, but then I'm going to read you something, Mark, and here's our problem, okay? And the problem is this. This is from Joe Campman, who's also here tonight, and I could get you together maybe, and uh, you can discuss this. (laughs) I had surgery earlier in the year, and so I've met my deductible, and I'm close to my out-of-pocket max. Around June, my back and feet started giving me problems, and the fucking insurance company is dragging their feet trying to push my shit into next year before they pay for anything major. Bastards, I have to stand up to work as a machinist. I pay my bills and take care of my family. How about you all doing your fucking jobs? Okay? (laughs) See, Mark, there's the problem. The problem is you're asking me to trust those cocksuckers. And, um, and I can understand you saying you can't trust the other cocksuckers. But we're going to have to figure out some cocksuckers we can trust. Because <laughs> it's not working, Mark. It's not working. Okay? Okay. It's fucking unbelievable when I sometimes I get a copay for things and I go, are you fucking shitting me? Or they'll send me something and they... You, uh, God damn it. Did fucking... You can't push somebody off to get them to fucking... To, so that they have to start it on their deductible again. That's just so fucking outrageous. It's beyond belief. It's fucking beyond belief. And they're not the ones who should determine whether it is. It's the same thing with the doctor. The doctor should determine what it is. Unless the, doctor's, unless the doctor's getting jerked off by the fucking company, the health insurance. Fucking... It, I can't even fucking... Now see what you've done to me but let's let's get out of that because Randall Crawford says my friends are crazy one of them eats pizza with hot sauce I thought I was weird for eating pizza with anchovies then another friend says he eats pizza with ranch dressing then the ranch friend said he also likes eating mac and cheese with ketchup I need some new friends This is Elon Kisselstein. I met a gorgeous woman on the plane. Then I found out she's an exotic dancer. She gave me her phone number, told me to call her. What do I, how do I get this done without my wife cutting my balls off? Um, if you, you, I think you have to cut them off yourself. This is from Tori Hose, or Jose. Uh, Imagine dating someone for three years and being quite secure and confident in the choice you've made, compatible and complimentary in so many ways, until they bring to you, as a gesture of love and kindness and understanding that breakfast and all food is is pretty damn important, they bring a bagel that's been motherfucking microwaved! (laughs) When there's a perfectly good motherfucking toaster oven right fucking next to the goddamn microwave. <laughs> After said toaster oven was used the previous day by me to toast, to toast delicious bagels, enjoyed by both of us. What the motherfucking fuck is wrong with this person? You think microwave fucking bagels are acceptable? A sigh, (laughs) I just, I just thought I knew this person. (laughs) I got two more here. This is, this one, this is Brent. I got this a while Brent Childress. Lou, I heard you ran against the morons who try to rail against gay marriage by saying, why don't we just legalize marrying animals, then blah, 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 backwards, close-minded, preach freaks. As both a gay man and an animal caregiver, I thank you for standing up against their idiocy. Their children ought to be as lucky as the pets my partner and I have saved. My pets don't have to listen to that shit that the poor kids of morons do on a regular basis. (laughs) Maybe there should be a PSA with Sarah McLaughlin singing while we see their kids crying at the closed-minded blabber they're abused with. (laughs) Especially, especially, God forbid, if the kids are gay. (laughs) Those kids need open-minded forever homes. Uh, but I digress. I think marrying an idiot having a loveless marriage is far worse than the deep-hearted love you have for pets. And really, it's not just the moronic gay haters that suck his spouses. It's really most people who shouldn't be considered as lifelong companions. I wouldn't marry most of the men I've dated, but I wouldn't get rid of any cat, dog, rabbit, horse, or any other pet I've loved. so which is better marrying material come to think of it now I might consider marrying my cat or wait let me rephrase I'd marry my cat if forced to choose between most guys and gals I've ever dated why well mainly my cat makes fucking sense I know when the cat demands something, like attention, let's say, it's time to give it attention. And when it's done wanting, it it walks away. It's not about me. It's about the cat being a cat. A guy, let's call him a made-up name, like Keen, Roger, Shane, Tristan, Justin, fuck off. that, That guy is different. Maybe you get hints of what a guy, Keen, Roger, Shane, Tristan, Justin, wants, but not the exact want, because that's too logical. No, Keen, Roger, Shane, Tristan, Justin wants to get the thing like the thing he's thinking of, and the thing so that you can prove you will try to please him because he's worth it, and because Mr. Fuck-Off is a self-centered, greedy asshole who knows as you try and don't quite succeed, you'll have to try again, and again, and again! each time he gets something but not quite exactly what he may be thinking about or he may be moving the target at some point he'll get bored and walk off without an acknowledgement of any kind either way so then the frustration causes you to yell fuck off which only results apartment neighbors beating on their ceilings for you to pipe down The cat walks in and allows you to use its soft furry belly as a cloth to wipe your tears away. (laughs) Which it then purrs about and cleans its fur. Taking each tear inside as a little gift. (laughs) It nuzzles your head before walking away. Which is the better husband, hmm? (laughs) The cat or Mr. Fuck-Off? Also, eventually, Keen, Roger, Shane, Tristan, Justin, fuck off, wanders too far and becomes that which got away. And after a while, you try once again to date because you met a cute guy named Shane, Justin, Reed, Roger. Fuck you over. And one fleeting thought in your subconscious thinks, that's such a weird name, and how likely is it that the two guys in a row that I date have a hard K sound in their last name? And then the thought disappears as the cat jumps in his lap. And a tinge of jealousy makes you feel weird because you can't figure out which one you're more jealous of. (laughs) Marry animals. Fuck humans. Just don't cross that creeper line and talk about fucking your husband cat. Too far. If you marry an animal, seek sexual gratification elsewhere. Maybe the sock drawer or the toy chest. (laughs) If someone asks the dumb fuck question, why get married if you aren't sexual partners, what the hell? Anyone who asks that question has lost the truth about long-term relationships that include marriage. By definition, marriage is not fucking your spouse. That's what makes it a marriage. (laughs) Meow. (laughs) And we'll end with this, which is kind of a a nice little Thanksgiving kind of wrap up from Stephen Vargas. Welcome to Dallas, Lou. Why? Why each year, at the height of flu season, my office management thinks it'll be a good idea to bring everyone together to share food that is prepared by people who who do not earn their living by cooking in a sanitary environment. that at any moment can be shut down by the health department if the conditions do not meet their minimum requirements. No, instead we are treated to the delights of turkey, ham, and such, along with a plethora of god-awful sides crammed with ingredients and pathogens from their sick children. (laughs) Oh, Timmy was sent home yesterday because of and what follows your stomach-curdling descriptions of what is afflicting this disgusting offspring with words like mucus and discharge. Did you really think that I forgot about those conversations that I was trying so desperately to ignore? Of course your kitchen has not been pro- professionally steam cleaned, so that casserole dish is more of a Petri dish. If you're showing up to work each day with all of that cat or dog hair on your clothes, don't tell me I'm not consuming significant amount of rover or fluffy. Raisins and dressing? What the fuck is wrong with you? You unpatriotic sick bastard. There is no way the natives or pilgrims disliked each other enough to put these gross legless roaches in their seasoned bread dish. Why not bring a cornucopia of candy corn left over from the last holiday? If it's not enough to be forced to endure this meal of togetherness with people I certainly don't want to spend another minute with, we are encouraged to vote for our favorite side dish. Will this hell end soon? if we've learned anything from 2016 it's that democracy just doesn't work (laughs) tell me which one the boss made so my vote is the correct one if you'll excuse me I need to go now I need to get a shot of penicillin before the cold sweat set in I want to thank you Dallas it's been a pleasure spending time with you Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Have a great time. Take care of each other, okay? It's kind of important right now. Thanks to all of you for listening to my rant cast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Louis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me. (laughs) Ha ha, Louis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salkind. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly the Laugh Button Podcast.